Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is a longtime listener who has learned to trust her abundance, Janine B. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Hi, uh, everyone. Today? <laughs> but uh, that's right, she'll be back next time. And uh, now that we have the technical issues ironed up, we're just going to pretend like the old technical issues didn't happen. And we'll just go on from here. This is the way to go. So how are you doing? How's it going? Now that we can actually I'm talk good. to each other. Yeah, I'm good. Things are good. How are you? Doing good. It's, it's cold right now. We've got temps in the low to mid thirties with, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a human cold. So it's raw. So, so we're staying inside. Cold. Yeah. You just, you just say it telling it's me. Not. It's just. <laughs> yeah. It's a good day to stay in, and and I've been taking advantage. I've been uh, doing some testing. I'm trying to. Um, we, we use Streamyard, of course, right now to do the mm-hmm. the podcast. Um, I used to use Zoom, and I like the audio filtering on Zoom better. Um, like with you and me, it's not a problem today. But sometimes, like on Wednesdays, um, with the connection we often get with Jackie, we get these undertones that come through that are really kind of nasty. And I've been trying to get rid of them, and I realized it was because StreamYard's uh, filtering just isn't as good as Zoom. So I was experimenting with, well, how can I combine the two together? Because we like StreamYard because it can send to multiple places. And we've got the unified chat when we've got people connecting in. So we wanted to keep that. But how do we get rid of all that not filtered noise that should be filtering? And I did a little experiment today. And I figured out a way to hook Zoom into StreamYard which theoretically you're not supposed to be able to do, (laughs) but I found a way to do it. A little bit of a complex setup. I have to have two computers to make it happen, but I did a successful test and I still have to do a couple things because when you have that much, that many moving parts going on, there's a tendency for audio and video to get out of sync, which doesn't affect the podcast at all, but it does affect people who are watching us on YouTube or Facebook or something like that. Couple of little glitches to fix, but we may be able to kind of combine the two together and go back to what we used to have in terms of the audio, which would be a good thing. You know, making progress. um, Something we've been doing the last few days here on the show, uh, especially yesterday, Anne-Marie and I did the show, Anne-Marie Young, and Mm -hmm. we were talking about, uh, we, we kind of carried on a conversation that we started about 10 days ago when Kelly Coulter joined us. Kelly is a, uh, a fitness pro. She helps uh, fitness instructors and yoga instructors and so forth. She particularly was helping them when the pandemic was in severe lockdown and they couldn't work. And they need, of course, to, at least they used to need to be in front of a live audience in order to work while well, she helped them get online businesses going. So that started a theme, talking about online businesses. And Anne-Marie had, is one of so many people who um, wants to have you know, the full abundant life that we all want when we follow the ideas of the law of attraction. Uh, but like so many people, when it comes to taking action steps, there can be some sources of intimidation that go on there. And so yeah, we kind of explored some of those things that intimidate her, you know, and, and it was a good discussion. It was really good. Um, and in fact, we've got more people coming on next week, especially I've got two people coming on um, and, of course, I, I'm saying that without knowing what their names are. Lucas Senatore is one of them. He's from the UK. And another one, a woman from the UK, I think her name is Deshauna, Deshauna Watson. I think that's what her first name is. But both of them are expert marketers and, and they run large marketing businesses and so forth. And so I figured I'd bring them in and get their perspective on 
helping people who are just getting started or who are even considering getting started to not only get past their fears, but you know, what initial steps can you take if you want to start a business and you always want to start a business? So that's kind of the theme that we've been playing with lately. I think we're going to play with it a little bit more as the days go on. Um, and it's not for everybody. You know, there are lots of different ways to attract financial abundance into your life. But I, I'm always looking for ways to help our audience out. And I'm sure there are some people, because there was Anne-Marie, for sure, um, who are listeners who have wanted to do things to uh, take the action steps that you need to take. I mean, because there's one thing you can we can always attract money sitting on the couch. You know, that is that's an, mm-hmm. an option. And uh, Damon Gaina teaches exactly how you can do that. Um, but many of us find it's a little bit of a challenge to make it a consistent income. So, you know, sometimes you got to take some action steps and that's what we're going to try to help people do that. Um, but I figure so it's also, is this, are you, oh, sorry. Too. No, no, that's right. Go ahead. I, I was wondering if you were specifically talking about just online business. Could be just online, could be offline, could be a combination. I mean, basically I'm just trying to help people who have thought about doing something to take the next step. Cause you, I mean, it's, it, there are lots of different kinds of blocks in the world. And one of the kinds of blocks people have is I have this idea, but uh, I'm not sure. I really don't dare do it. I don't have the money. I'm not sure people really buy it. People won't really like it. You know, oh, there's yeah. all the different things you put up about you know, all why the abundance blocks. I, I'm all with the abundance you on that. Blocks. Yeah. It's funny because I was, I, I listened to actually, I listened to the podcast cast yesterday and it was fabulous. And, um, and I was thinking just today about all the, the, the abundance blocks I still have, even after Taya. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, but what's interesting is, is there are a lot more pre- predominant now. I mean, like when they show up, it, it, it's, it's, they're a little more obvious. It's not predominant. I think you know what I mean. Like basically they're not, uh, hidden anymore. It's like, oh, I see it for, right, right. Yeah. I, I, I recognize it for what it is. And, and, but, um, I think I'm still working on some abundance blocks myself that uh, I would be more than happy to, to, to get on the bus of, of, of breaking some, you know, breaking them down a little bit more mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And as we both know, just because we've we're well, I'm, I'm one step away from graduating. I finally made module 16. So I got to, Oh, congratulations. Last... Yeah. So I just got to finish my last uh, manifestations. I got two of uh, three done already. That's pretty cool. And I got to get the third one done and then I'm ready. So that's going to be a cool thing. So I'll be a graduate. You are a graduate. And yet, as we know, even when you've graduated from a program like Taya, it doesn't mean you got all your blocks out of the way. It just means you've gained some tools for dealing with stuff like that. Oh, right? exactly. Exactly. And I've, I've kind of been on a little hiatus since I've, since I've graduated and since, um, I, I lost a, or gave up a client and I decided to just sort of kind of just take care of myself a little bit more. So the last few weeks I've been sort of into me and uh, not trying to get out there. But last week I had someone come over to my yard and take professional photos of me in my backyard. And uh, oh, that was new. Most listeners, of course, have never seen your backyard. I've seen the photos I got. <laughs> Everybody, she has the most gorgeous gardens. Oh, I gotta you. tell you, they, they are gorgeous. And I can speak as something of an expert because I run a gardening business. I mean, really, they're Thank beautiful. You. They're absolutely beautiful. I, I appreciate it. But I mean, they're, they're, they're headshots for specifically cards and maybe for online if I do something online. But it was just the, 
energy that I have for my yard. And I just wanted those, that energy to sort of come through in the pictures. And, mm. uh, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're standing in the middle of something that you would really admire, it's very easy for that to, to be reflected, I think, in pictures. So that's why I wanted it in the backyard. So, um, I got the, the, the one I selected. I got it in, in already and I was going to work on that today. And then I found out that I, I have not been alone in my house probably maybe twice in the past three years, like just mm. completely alone. And mm. I found out that my, so my sister-in-law is visiting from Europe. And so my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law got on a bus and went all the way across the city. And I knew that I would be <laughs> alone. Oh, and I, I was out of town. My husband's out uh -huh. of town. The stepson's at school. It's like, I'm all alone. So I'm like, okay, well, instead of just uh, working on, which I probably, I don't want to guilt myself here, but I probably should be like focusing a little bit more on the career. I just really kind of wanted to take the time to focus on those projects that I wanted to get done for a while, like uh, sure. some sewing projects, cleaning, uh, just things like that, you know, just around the house by myself. And I know, know that I can get them done. And it's just that awesome feeling, complete quiet in the house. I love it. That's lovely. So that's where I'm that's at. Really I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm entering this, this uh, podcast just really probably in a higher vibe than I have been in, a, in quite a long time. Uh, consistently, I spent uh, a few nights ago, I just spent the night with my sister. Just We just... Spent all, I, I was over there for like moral support, helping her clean out some boxes and, and get some things done. And we just spent the entire, you know, afternoon and evening together talking and eating and, and drinking and just, just bonding. And, and that experience raised my vibe. And I, I'm, I'm slowly like getting into this different place where I'm, I'm really ready now to take off with the business cards, with That's getting nice. a new client. And, and so today's my last hurrah before I really start really working so, so you are actually, work like work you're, you're pursuing the idea of starting a business so this is this really is an appropriate title uh, a, a, sorry a particular topic an appropriate topic for you today right right and it, it's it's going to be interesting because what I what I do I don't necessarily it's not really an over the internet kind of thing although I'm sure it can be uh, but I, I actually need to be present with people when I work with them. Uh, mm -hmm. and do in part that I have to have hands on to people. So I, I trying to, excuse me, eventually figuring out how that my online presence can, in, can manifest to something in person. Do you see what I mean? So there's disconnect for me. Can, yeah. Oh, right. it certainly can. Well, I mean, anybody who has any kind of a local brick and mortar business has had to deal with that issue and, Mm -hmm. Many of them have done it successfully. So yeah, it definitely can be done. No doubt about it. It is more of a oh, challenge. I, I do know that. I mean, I, that, I actually helped people with that for a number of years when I was doing, um, mainly website design and development and that sort of thing for, uh, for local businesses. And yeah, that was all, that was the ongoing issue. How do I get more people coming to my website so I can get people coming into my store? Yeah, it was a big deal and it continues to be for and many then, people. Right. And the product, I suppose, would be like me as opposed to something I'm, you know, selling. I'm selling my, yeah. my expertise in, in me. And so it's, it, it's, I'm just slow. It, it's feeling, I'm just feeling my way through this. And it's very interesting mm -hmm. to be taking this in a different way than I would have like even five years ago or even a year ago. And it's just, it, it's, 
it's a feeling through process, which I, well, I love the really way you were describing, you were describing how, how you were feeling good. You were in that high vibe space as you were mm-hmm. doing this creating. And when I heard that, I mean, I don't know if you could see it, but I was smiling inside. I don't know if I was smiling outside. <laughs> inside, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. That's the way to do it. Cause that's well, when you make you. good decisions. That's when you get your best intuitions. That's when all the good that's stuff. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm still, even with Zoom, I have a tendency to, I talk a lot with my hands and I, and I move around a lot and I look everywhere. So, so I'm, I'm a little ADHD when I'm actually on these in, you know, doing these like podcasts, but it feels Mm -hmm. really good and liberating to sort of like get this energy out that I have. Good. And, um, uh, yeah, things are, things are going good. Are you part Italian? That would make sense, you know. Uh, yeah, you think so, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely an Italian stuff. characteristic. <laughs> <laughs> I live with Italians. Stuff. Does I'll that help? <laughs> yeah, well, I think that counts. Yeah, well, my, my sister-in-law uh, married an Italian man and uh, learned to cook Italian and did a very good job of it. She had no Italian blood, but that's right. She was uh, Italian by marriage. Yeah, my mother-in-law is. And and so it's it's... When I, when I, when we speak and she just loves how I use my hands and, and. Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so starting a business, it's like, woo, and you're doing a lot of stuff now too, right? Since the garden business is, is, is closed yeah. now, you're doing a lot yeah. of new things, aren't you? I've got some irons in the fire right now. And I still have that software project, which is the really big project being developed. Um, it, which is, and it's an interesting space for me to be in because I really don't have anything to do with it right now. It's in the hands of my programmer. And I know he's still doing work. We still touch base every few days or so. You know, actually right now about once a week. But it's odd because I, I'm a get it done kind of guy. I dive in and get it done. And there's nothing for me to do except be patient and wait. It's an unusual place for me to be in. So right. I'm just taking advantage of that combined with being in the gardening off season to just spend you know, large chunks of my day getting high vibe and staying there. Doing right. all. What are you, what are you doing then? Well, I mean, well, like, what are you doing? I'm curious. For like outside of my high vibe stuff. Right. Um, well, to be high vibe, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, well, yeah. The, the morning routine that I've been adapting is it, it combines some of the Thai practices, but it's also combining other stuff I've, I've done in the past. So I start with um, a meditation and then I do my mirror exercises, my mirror work, um, do some um, appreciations, at least three appreciations, and they really sit there and feel them. Um, I have a vision board that I created through Taya, so I take some time to get into the items on my vision board. Um, and then I set some intentions for the rest of the day and check back throughout the day to, you know, see how I'm doing with them. Now, th- those are my, my daily routines. And, and actually, I, I mentioned that I'm now on the last module of Taya. And, w- and in that last module, one of the key things you do is you set these three intentions relatively short-term intentions that you want to see come true um, as kind of a, of a sort of a test. How have you, how have you done in terms of learning what you're trying to learn in the entire program? One, one of my three things that I set was, uh, it was one on the easy side. I wanted to stay high vibe every day. So this is me meeting that challenge. It, it's, it's, it's not so much a magical manifestation. It's more like a sticking to commitment kind of manifestation. And I'm, I chose to, take on this new mindset that Taya has given me, combine it with the mindset that I'd already developed and, and really apply it. You know, I, I don't want to be the guy who comes out of Taya boot camp and says, okay, well, I'm just going to leave those tools behind. 
Like David talks right. about, it doesn't do you any good if you do that. You know, well, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who comes out flying saying, okay, yes, I got all the tools. We're going to put them to work every single day. That's my goal with that. Right. So that's one of my three things that I'm manifesting. And, you and the second one, that, yeah. No, go ahead. Right. I was just going to say the second one that I set for myself, it's almost completed now. And it was a, a little bit, I mean, it, it wasn't a really difficult one, but it was a little bit of a tough one because at the end of every gardening season, there are like a few straggler customers who just take their time paying their bills. And every once in a while, there's even one who gives us a hard time. You know, we, we, we did something for them two months ago and, oh, by the way, when you did this, you didn't actually do that and blah, 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 you know, complaining about the bill or whatever. And this year was true to form. We had uh, four customers that hadn't paid their bills. And so I set the intention that I wanted to have those bills paid by this coming Monday. I set that intention this past Monday, yesterday. And within two hours of setting that, three of the four checks showed up. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and then the fourth one, I got a phone call from the customer who I'd been trying to reach for two and a half months. I got oh, a phone super. call. And, and she's complaining to me about the, there's a whole story associated with that particular one that I, I won't bother to go into here. But uh, let, let's just say... She was upset without good reason. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> she was, um, she was, she was shooting for the moon and the stars without having justifiable reason to do so. Um, so when a, when a client or when a customer is like that, do you invite them back next year or do you no. cut them out? So when they, when you have a hard time getting your bills, when I get that much resistance, when I get that much resistance from a customer, I, I'll, I, I'll tell you what I did after I got off the phone and finally got her to commit. This is the good part. I got her to commit to send in the money that she was supposed to pay. So she said she was putting the check in the mail, which was a huge improvement. It uh, doesn't mean that it's actually here yet, but you know, Hey, it's better than what right. I was getting from her before. Um, then I immediately logged into our bookkeeping account and next to her name, I put Accept no more orders from this customer. And then I went into the scheduling program and said the same thing. Accept no more orders from this customer. And then to the estimating program, accept no more orders from this customer. So, yeah. so you know that you are not going to run into that customer next year. That's it. <laughs> yeah. and, and if we do, and, and I'm hoping to have people you know, doing the scheduling and so forth for me. So they'll look it up and they'll say, oh, there's a sign there. Could you hang on just a second? And they can ask me about it. I'll say, no, 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 no. Hang that one up. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so, do it that way, but still, you know. That's the dramatic way of describing it. But, yeah. yeah, I, I get so, a lot of my 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 client my work friends. I, I if I hear about a job, you know, somebody needing some help, I I, I let my friends know. And uh, I was trying to get one of my work friends sort of set up in this one job, and the woman just never called her. And finally, after a couple months, she called her, and, and they had something set up. And, and my friend went there to to wait for her, and the woman never showed up. And then she texted her saying. Oh, oh, look, not 12. How about one? And say, okay. So she went back at the same meeting point and this potential customer never showed up. And so my friend, my friend texted me and said, Hmm, she ditched me twice. And then today she sent me a message. And that was like a couple of days ago. She sent me a message saying, Hey, look, sorry. Can we meet now? And I said, mm, you know, when things mess up so badly at the beginning, that's, that's the red flag, right? That's, that's the universe saying, don't, don't go down that way. Just don't, you know, just. <laughs> it's a clear it's not sign. Meant to be. Yep. yep. I agree. Clear it sign. And so that, so. that's the, uh, that's, that's the mark on the, on the page. Don't, do not accept any more work or do not, do not work for this person. Do not yep. send any people to this person ever. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's interesting like thing my, with that loss. Yeah. As sort of a side note, I've actually had two customers who we put in that state try to get in touch with us the next year. And when I told them that we weren't accepting any more business from them, they paid their old bills. Which was really interesting. <laughs> I never expected that one. <laughs> Well, so that, that's like they already knew then that they owed you money and, you know, that's, do they, do you still work for them then once they pay their bills? Do you go back? We or, act, in in those cases, we did because they weren't troublemakers in any other way. It's just that I wasn't able to collect mm. from them. If they were, if they were causing it. trouble in other ways, I would have said no. But in, in one case, it, it's actually an old woman who I know she has memory issues. So it didn't mm. surprise me. And, and she, as soon as she heard, she instantly wanted to pay it. You know, so of course, yeah, we'll, we'll accept that. Aww. And then the other one, the guy who thought he had paid the bill, he was shocked when he found out he hadn't paid it. And when, and as soon as I told him that, he says, "Oh, I'll arrange it right now. What's the amount?" So you know. So it's that's, just, that's just one of those I, things that got away. From him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's Good an people. honest mistake, and I, I can appreciate an honest mistake. You know, honest mistakes happen, right? It's when they give you the resistance the fight back and so forth. Well, I never really right. owed that. And then you show them the paperwork that shows where they signed off. On. Well, I may have signed up, but you didn't do the job right. You know, and they, they just start spinning up. It's like, okay, we're done with you. Go away. Yep. <laughs> Kevin asked a question even... he, in the live stream. He asked, uh, he was asking me, what are your three appreciations today? Well, and do you pick three new ones every day? And I'll answer the second question first. Yeah, I, I do new ones every day. I go with whatever feels good. And often it's just with, okay, I'm going to do my appreciations. What's my first one going to be? And whatever I'm looking at first, that becomes my appreciation. Like today, um, when I, when I was doing the appreciations form or portion rather of my, my morning practice, both of my cats were in here. One was in my lap. One was over on the side and I was petting her. So I just started with them. I mean, it was so easy. Mm -hmm. It was obvious. It was right there. And by doing it that way, I don't like repeating the same ones over and over again. I know a lot of people do. I've never liked that one. For some reason, I, I think it's just because, to me, it gets stale really fast. I want it to be part of my real experience of what I love and like that particular day. And so kind of in I the moment, to. too, right? And yeah, very much in the moment. Yeah. Because, because, like, right now you're petting the cat, and right now you appreciate the cat, and it's helping you raise your vibration right now. And, right. and and then maybe in a minute you go into the kitchen and you see that your wife made you something to eat and you appreciate the fact that she made you something to eat. Yeah. So that's right now at that very moment. And it's really, you know, because I was thinking, hmm, intentions, appreciations, intentions and appreciations, and they're like different things, you know. And uh, so. Well, there's an overlap for sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But, you know, it's a, but, but you're right. They are different. And I treat them as different, too. I, right. I think that. Uh, and Kevin says he liked that. Good. I'm glad you like that. You're right. It is. It's nice and fresh. He says, um, it. and it is, it feels fresh every single day when I do that. So yeah, I think I'll just stick with that one. Some days I, there have actually been days where I borrow from somebody else. Like, um, you may remember Janine a few years ago, uh, Cindy Chavez did a thing where, where she did a thousand. I, f I feel riches every single day for a week. Or 10 I've days heard or of this. I haven't, I haven't, yeah. I didn't actually listen to this one, but I heard of this. So and she got this some cool stuff. Money started showing up. They got, you know, uh, free uses of cars and, and, uh, you know, extra food at restaurants. And I mean, they were getting all kinds of crazy stuff that was happening while they were doing this. Um, so, and, and the reason she liked, I feel rich as opposed to I am rich is that 
it, she can, mm-hmm. it would be hard perhaps for her to say I am rich, but she could certainly imagine what it feels like to be rich. So for her, that was more an honest and therefore something that she could vibrate to and actually feel like, you know, like I, I can imagine that that's what she would think. I, I, I've done that a couple of times just because, well, Cindy did that one. I think I'll try that one today, but I don't do it every day. I don't keep the same one every day. I tried that for a bit and I was like, Oh, it just didn't feel right. This is all about feeling good anyway. Right. So you got to do what feels good. Right. That's true. That's true. Yep, I, that's I, I have, I, I've been, I've been falling down on my intentions. So I, 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 the only one I do <laughs> regularly is before bed for my, you know, because I want a good night's it's sleep. It's still a good I one. Want it in, and it's a really good one. It's just like, it never fails, <laughs> but I need to do my daily intentions, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's like today I just fell into doing all the things that I've been, or not, excuse me, it's some of the things that I've been wanting to do because I'm alone and I can do them. And it's mm-hmm. just, I, last night I, I couldn't even, I didn't even know that this was going to be possible. So I had to like arrange things so I can just do stay home and, and stay inside and do work. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Good. Do you do appreciation very often? Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm, I, 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 it's, it's really a moment by moment thing to try to keep my vibe up too. Right. You know, it's okay. like, it's not just when I'm, I, I feel that if I do it consistently, like I really appreciate being on the show right now. I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate talking to you. And if I do it on a, on a, just a moment by moment basis, my, my, I don't drop my, I don't drop down the spiral, if, but if I See, sort of, I think that counts as a daily practice. I definitely mm-hmm. think that I mean, regardless of whether you're doing it at the same time every day, the fact is you're doing it multiple times every day. That's a daily practice as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I have to. And, and the, when I go like for a long, for long stretches without appreciating anything, I can really start feeling and it, you know, feeling me drop and it has to be sincere. It's not just I'm throwing out, yeah. you know, like <laughs> say the appreciation three times and you'll turn into Cinderella or something. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I'm really trying to like, 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 do that. Just really look at others, appreciate others, appreciate what others do, appreciate where I'm at, appreciate the weather. Just, you know, there's so much around and it's hard to see when we're down the spiral, but it's, it's, you're right. It is. I suppose I am doing the practice. You are. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter whether you're scheduling it. What matters is if you're doing it often, hey, you're doing the practice. Who cares what the, there are no right. rules here. Right? That's tired, right? There's no rules. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll set, I'll still set my alarm to remind me to just check up on my mood sometimes. Like, okay, today's a good day that maybe I'm not going to be naturally high on my, on my higher on my spiral. So I try to set my alarm. Okay. Every half an hour, where am I at? What am I feeling? What's going on? And that sort of again, focuses me on where I'm at in the moment. Cause for me, it's all about the moment. It's all about where I'm at, what I'm, what I'm doing, uh, and integrating future plans in where I'm at right now. That that's doesn't make sense, but I suppose, you know, like if I, if I have, um, if I have on my proverbial to-do list to go to the store today, uh, maybe I wake up in the morning, you know, I wore it last night. I wake up in the morning and I go, you know what? I'm going to do that at two o'clock because right now this is what I'm going to do. And I just try to any future goals. Uh, I just try to, to sort of mold how I feel right now 
And yeah, sure. so if I'm, it might've looked like this when I thought of it three days ago, uh, like what I was going to do, but now I've morphed it and it's, and it looks different. And I don't know, it's just, uh, every day is a different, is different. I think that's actually and, the essence of mastering this stuff because it's the recognition that it's always different. I mean, it constantly shifts. It mm -hmm. doesn't ever remain the same. That's, that's really what's going on here. It, it, there is constant morphing going on. So of course, just because you set a plan three days ago, it's going to change into something else by now. doesn't mean right. it necessarily it's going to change in a major way, but it's going to morph in some way. It's going to, in some way, vary itself. You're going to see something different. You're going to think about something different. Someone's going to point something out to you. Somebody's going to say something tangentially, and you're going to say, oh, I should apply it to this thing that I'm thinking about. It, it, it comes in all kinds of different ways. You're dealing with, with new inputs all the time. Of course it's got to change. If it didn't change, there'd be something wrong. Right. Yeah. So that's, right. that's a good thing. That's really a very, very good thing. I, that's, that's when you know you're mastering this stuff, when it's constantly shifting and constantly adjusting. So it's pretty good. Journey. I'm yeah. pretty, I'm pretty happy right now. I'm, I'm, I've, I feel like this hiatus I've given myself the last few weeks is really paid off and I've been yeah. trying to be kind to myself and, and, uh, just giving myself what I needed instead of just pushing through. And there's been a lot of helping relatives through sickness lately. And, uh, and maybe self-care has been something that hasn't been really high on the priority. And I've just been making it higher on my priority. Yeah. And uh, the old me would feel very like I'm being very selfish. And the new me is like, no, I, I kind of need to be selfish right now. So. Um, well, plus when you're doing those check-ins all day long, that is self-care. That is. I mean, it's not the only form right. of self-care, but it's definitely self-care. That's looking out for yourself which is a good thing. Right. Right. right? And, and of course, when you, when you look out for yourself, then it makes it easier to look out for somebody else, somebody who's looking for your help, like you've been doing with friends and relatives. You can only give something when right. you got something to give. So that's a good thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I announced to, to my relatives that they're, I, I set them up with Uber and taught them how to use Uber. <laughs> Oh, and, cool. and All right. what they could do so they don't if they just need a ride to a doctor's appointment then then here you go call this number you can do this it's just really easy <sighs> you can hear the relief in the way you sighed there too I like what kevin wrote too yeah. what we're talking about that constant change rings in the water and then you put in constant change under that but right you know you, you, you drop a stone yeah. in the water and it just ripples out it's exactly what it's like it's constant Constant rippling. It's the ripple effect. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, so talking yesterday, or, or excuse me, mentioning, um, I want to mention yesterday in your conversation with her, uh, and mm -hmm. uh, about the. Um, I, I sometimes I need to listen to something two or three times before I get all of the the essence of it. But uh, mm -hmm. what were some of the conclusions about uh, starting a new business and and things that could that she could do to help herself get over some of those blocks. I'm not sure that I can itemize them, but yeah, okay. in general, it's, it's like we were, you know, we, we would talk about some stuff that she'd bring up things that were, were, were troublesome for her causing her a problem. And I, I try to find ways to help her see how it was actually helping her, you know, get the different perspective, the tire perspective, which she knows well, cause she's a graduate too, you know, 
mm-hmm. um, but just kind of remind her, here's an alternative way to think about this thing you've been thinking about. And when, each time we found one of those, it was a breakthrough for her, you know, a little mini breakthrough, like, oh, yeah, a lot of it that way. So it's mm-hmm. mind shifting, shifting the mind around to look at things a little bit differently. That's how we spend a good portion of the, of the day. And then she also asked me about, uh, toward the, the last part of the show, she asked me about what my biggest blocks had been. Um, and I told her basically what led up to me starting the podcast, because that was my lowest point in my life at that at that point in time. It was pretty low. I was yeah. depressed. I was financially deep in debt. Um, 2008 wiped out my business. Uh, Louise's business we had to sell because of 2008. So there was no income coming in and we're trying to scramble. You know, she was working in daycare. I was trying to reinvent my business from scratch. We're going deeper and deeper in debt every year. And it went on for like four years like that. And after four years, by 2012, I was in a bad place. And that's why I ended up starting the podcast. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about that for quite a bit. It was a kind of a reminder of some of the stuff we went through. I didn't mention it yesterday, but there's one particular incident that brought us from, we were in Virginia at the time. And it brought us from Virginia back to Connecticut. We had previously been in Connecticut, moved to Virginia because my folks were there. And then when my folks both passed away, moved back. Or actually, my, my dad passed away. My mom passed away after I moved back. But um, the move back was traumatic because there was no money. Hmm. We were so deep in debt. And in order to move back, Louise had to get a job up here because she didn't have anything close to a portable job. I had something portable. But there wasn't much money in it. It was very minimally portable. And just trying to figure out how are we going to survive even if we do move back. And the reason we, we were going to move back is Louise didn't like Virginia. She she wanted to move back to Connecticut because she liked Connecticut. And I had to admit that, you know, there were some good things about Connecticut that I missed too. I didn't miss the winters. But other than that, there were a lot of good things. So it was it was a tough time. And it was my first real experience with at the last minute manifestation showing up out of the clear blue sky. One hmm. right after another. Really? Um, some, some of the issues that we were dealing with, we had two vehicles that were near, very, very near the end of their lifespan, like right near the end. Um, one was a car that I knew would make the trip. The other was a pickup truck that I wasn't sure would make the trip from Virginia to Connecticut, let alone give us transportation afterward. That was one issue. Second issue was, well, we had to have a place to live in order to do that. We had to drive up here spending money that we didn't really have. So going deeper into debt in order to make that happen. She ended up getting a job up here that enabled us to actually try to make the, the move, but the job had to be filled within two weeks. So we had two weeks to move, <laughs> which was just insane. That was crazy. We had just adopted four cats that had oh. appeared out of nowhere all of them had been abandoned by people across the street from us a few months before. And the place we we're moving into only allowed us to have two pets. So what were we going to do with the other pets? So we're trying to find homes for two of the cats. Oh, the stress. <laughs> and this is all happening at the same time. And on top of that, we're depressed. We're frustrated because we don't really know how to make any of this stuff happen. And Literally, I think we just kind of put it out there. Universe, you got to help because we don't know what to do. We, that was our form of release of, of letting go. Wow. And what ended up happening was just insanely, insanely good because she got the job. We moved, we came back 
home with the two weeks to move, we ended up having a whole series of events that led to us leaving both vehicles behind, leaving the two cats behind, but finding them homes later, getting moved up here, realizing we didn't have any vehicles, we were in a rental, had to turn the rental in, went into a car dealership to ask for help getting cars with no money. <laughs> they got us <laughs> brand new cars. Wow. <laughs> We actually drove out of the showroom with two brand new cars. I couldn't believe that happened because, among other things, they gave us the cars at about 40 to 50% off their normal lease rates, which they never do. Car dealers mm. never, ever do that, but they did for us. They felt, I don't know if they felt sorry for us. They, they, they told us they liked us. They, they liked the way we worked together. They liked the way we were supportive of each other. That's what they literally told us. But it, it was the craziest thing. That's we actually beautiful. drove away from the car dealership in two brand new cars in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> wow, that that is really phenomenal. I love hearing these stories. And then a few months later, that was in January, and a few months later we decided to try to reopen her gardening business here, and it instantly flourished. And that's where the financial turnaround started to happen. I mean, it was just like one thing after another in a very, very rapid series of events. And that's yeah, where I that really started to realize... Yeah. That's when I finally realized this law of attraction stuff really does work. It's like when the breadcrumbs become like big pieces of bread being thrown in your path. It's like you can't yeah. miss it. <laughs> they're no longer crumbs. They're just screaming like, go this way, go this way, do this, you know, make this move. It's just some some things is, you know, it's interesting because on a, on a different note here, uh, I my ex-brother-in-law, he, um, he passed away. Uh, he passed away years ago, but he, he just wanted to live here in Phoenix. He just, his heart was in Phoenix, but nothing worked for him. Like every, every, everything he threw out there, did, nothing came back. He was just, he was just for years, he was just struggling to make this work living here. And then one day he just died. He just, he just, mm. it was like, he just couldn't get past that. I think yeah. that resistance of making right. it work. And he didn't yeah. want to be anywhere else. Because I told him, mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Maybe this is a sign for you to, to, uh, you know, and, and this is before I, I knew what I was, what I was doing with people dying and stuff. But I, I, I looked at him one day and I, I said, I just said to myself, Oh my gosh, he's gonna, he's gonna be dead in six months. Um, he's gonna, yeah. I just saw it on him. And sure mm -hmm. enough, in six months, he passed away. And, but it's just that resistance when you keep, when you keep trying to, you know, it, it, it should work the way I want it to work because I want it to work like that. And <laughs> I'm a human being and I have, and darn it, it's my intention and I'm going to make this work and I'm going to put my head through the brick wall until I die. And that's, and I think that some people don't, they don't see that they, they try to make things happen instead of really seeing how the universe flows. And then the same token I have to show, share what happened yesterday. I was with my grandmother and uh, I was telling my grandmother, oh, grandma, I find money everywhere. It's just looked down. If I think a quarter and I look down on the ground, there's a quarter. And we <laughs> swing by. We, I, I got, I, I got to get, I got to get a, a drink from, from Starbucks. We swing, but she goes, honey, this is your favorite place. She tells me. And I go, yes, it is grandma. And we're in line. And, um, the woman says, um, you really seem like a nice person. I said, well, thank you. And she goes, you know, your drink's been paid for. Don't worry about it. I'm like, what? The, the woman, nice. woman, 
The woman, yeah, the woman in front of me had asked if I was a nice person. And the lady said, yeah, she seems like a really nice person. She goes, okay, then I'll buy her a drink for her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And my, grand, my grandma says, well, I suppose you're right, honey, because money just follows you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so it's like the big, the breadcrumbs, right? Um, it's just yeah. like. It, it's it's not like I'm literally following breadcrumbs. It's like I'm just doing what I'm doing, and then this it just happens, right? But like when when you're you you can see all this change when you moved, you know. Oh, this is happening, and this is happening, and this is happening, and you know that you're kind of going down the right the right path because just everything is just coming coming, and that's that's what it sounds like. It's like you were you were right to come back. It seems that was your path. I think so. Yeah, it definitely yeah. made sense for us to come back beforehand and afterward. It, it has definitely worked out as well or better than we could have expected. Um, that Kevin actually made the remark. I said, I, I love how you can laugh and smile about it. And yeah, I can now. Louise actually, I can't get Louise to talk about it. She won't talk about that anymore. It's really? just, it was, she won't? It was lot, there was a lot of pain we went through. It was very painful, yeah. and very, very uncomfortable. And she just doesn't want to relive it anymore. She agrees. I mean, it all worked out well, but. She doesn't want to have to go remember Some, any of it. Yeah, but sometimes those big, okay, here's another story. I'm, I'm into the, the mood for stories today. And, That's you know, okay. we're we talking like about <laughs> like following the inspiration. And if you're not feeling any inspiration, then maybe you got to look at it a little bit differently or mm -hmm. look at something else for a while, right? And, and just see if we can, you know, we can change. And, and in 2011 was that year for me. You know, that year of like when you moved back and everything was really difficult. That was, you know, I was. Uh, 2011 was not as difficult for me too. It's just that it continued into 2012 and that's when things happened. But yeah, was, we were, we were happening at the same time. We were. Well, for, for me, this, this, everything happened within a three month period. So oh. I filed for divorce. Uh, my grandmother died. I had a great uncle it was a murder suicide. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, this all happened like, you know, uh, one week I lost my, uh, my, my great uncle and, and, and aunt. And then the next week my grandmother died. And then, uh, and then I was going through this divorce and then I, I put a, I put a, a, a bid down on a house and I won, got my house and in, in, you know, divorcing was the best thing I could do. I, I realized that my, my world just kind of opened up, but at the same time it was really hard. It was yeah. really, really hard. I wasn't used to managing all the household finances by myself. And here I was running, you know, a house. And, uh, and I realized that by divorcing, I actually saved myself a lot of money. <laughs> so even though, <laughs> so that, two, <laughs> so that 2011 for me was that, that year that the, the breadcrumbs, they were, they were big, like pieces of like loaves of the bit bread, but they weren't really necessarily like the most edible bread. You know, it was just like, just, Keep going this way. Keep going. You're on the right path. It's not comfortable, but you're on the right path. And, and, and that's when I really, I really, uh, that was my moment. That was my Connecticut moment, right? Or my, my moving moment, you know, and where with the, oh, and, and there was a lot of other things that happened that I, personal things that I, I can't get into. So, but this was in a three month period. All of this stuff happened. And it was just like, that was that big, when you get through it a year or two later, you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, what I really, I had to push myself. I had to get out of the marriage. I had to get
get my own place. That was something I'd always wanted. You know, I had to have a better environment for my kids. I had to do this. You know, it was just like, like I was being propelled forward with this momentum that I didn't even know I had. And, um, and so it's, Kevin says that he's afraid to think about or talk about bad past, but the thing about it is, is, is it wasn't bad. I'm not calling it bad. I'm calling it difficult. I'm, it was difficult, but I'm not calling it bad. It was, I mean, look at everything that came out of it. Self-resilience, uh, being able, knowing that I can, I can, I can support myself, knowing that I can, I can support myself through all of this loss that I was going through. Holy cow. How can I not appreciate this? Everything builds us to who we are right now, Kevin. You know, it's, it's not a bad you do thing to look back, you know. No, we don't have to like, I'm not, I'm not even visiting it. It's just a right. postcard I'm telling you about, right? This yeah, is you not, don't like, I'm not, you don't right, want to learn your not, imagination over again. That's not going to happen. Right. I'm not, I'm not stepping back into this bad part of my life that I, I'm traumatized. It was, you know, right. surely I felt very, there was some trauma feel going on, you know, when I was going through this because it was so hard. But I mean, at, afterwards it was like, Oh, that was trauma. That was trauma. Okay. Mm -hmm. I get yeah, that. Sure. I can deal with that. I can go, I can move past that. So, I, I love you know, the yeah, Austin it's painful. Well, he explained it to me the first time about what he went through because he went through some really awful times. He said that they, they were the best times I ever went through, not because he wants mm. to live them again. He doesn't want to live them again, but because of how much he learned from them and how much they helped right. shape his character. And how much they they helped shape his future in ways that he wasn't even seeing at the time. Right. They, they, be, they actually became cores of strength for him. And I get that now. That's right. Because I, have, right. I, I look back at my experience the same way. I don't want to go through it again. But it's like you say, I know I can go through it. I got through it. So I know I can right. do it. And you know, Kevin, just to, just to, because I love interacting with with these folks and with with everyone oh, writing in, I love it. It's so much fun. But um, you know, it's like one of those things that sometimes we can't appreciate when we're going through it, but we will right. come out the other end. And if for some people, it's years. Some people, it's days or hours. Or you know, I mean, women aren't going to be in in childbirth forever, right? It's going to end one way or the other. But mm -hmm. things end. Uh, but it's the appreciation that we, it, the gift is there. The gift is there. We just have to, I, we, we, we just have to, to realize that, that pain. I mean, we're not here for pain, pain, pain free existence. We picked the wrong <laughs> place to come. If that's the truth, I mean, damn. <laughs> you know, uh, it's true. It's true. <laughs> well, and now I'm all. Is <laughs> <laughs> now I'm all like really, really even, even happier than I was before I started. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate that. You're awesome. <laughs> well, what we're really describing here is, is what uh, Neville Goddard calls the printing shoes of revision. Yeah, we did go through some rough times, but when we look back on it, we're now able to see it from a perspective of, wow, it was pretty good. I don't want to repeat it, but I got some good stuff out of that. that that's, that's revising right. it, revising the experience so that we think differently about it and think better about it. Um, think about it in entire terms, more like the way source energy thinks about it. Because when right, we can think about right. the, the, the negatives that way, the negatives <laughs> stop being negatives. They stop mm -hmm. hurting as much. In fact, they, the, the hurt actually can go away, which is the really cool part. 
that is so. And we know that. I mean, even if we didn't know, even if we didn't know law of attraction, we would still know that because we all know over time, time heals all wounds. Right. It does. Our perspective shifts, even if we don't. Even if we're shifting by default, it still shifts. Right. I look at it like I went through. I think three or four of the. uh, I think the Cooper Ross says that the 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 some of the biggest or the biggest stress. I forget who says that. Some of the biggest um, losses, you know, death, uh, not just of one person, but three. Uh, uh, moving, divorce. I think it's like three of the five, like, biggest stressors in, in life, like, all within a three-month period. And I'm like, yeah. bring it all, baby. Universe, I can handle this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's, life, yeah, you got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, it's depreciation because it's there. It's like, you know, when the glacier goes through, it, it might take, you know, thousands of years or hundreds of thousands of years or whatever. But, man, what's left over is is really transformed and there's some gems mm-hmm. in there. So we just sort of, okay, my analogies get wacko weird sometimes. That's just the way it is. But life well, events are like that. As you're talking about this, as you're talking about how I think you, you mentioned glaciers. Uh, you live in a place where glaciers have played a major role. You live within not shouting distance, but you live fairly close to the Grand Canyon, which is right. the ultimate expression of what happens when glaciers pass through. And it's absolutely mm. gorgeous, it's stunning, it's magnificent, it's spectacular, cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that rough, this. that roughness, <laughs> that 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 those things that we go through make us who we are. And it, and mm-hmm. you know, we how can we not appreciate that? How can mm-hmm. we not? It's, it's, there's just, there's really so much to be happy about folks. I mean, there really is even in our darkest days, there's light there and we just have to be able to see it. And, um, we can learn that. That I think that's probably yeah. for me, the biggest lesson I thought for the longest time, I couldn't shift that. I didn't think that was possible for the longest. And when, well, first of all, for the longest time, I didn't know that I could actually, allow myself to imagine something that wasn't true and have it be true. That seemed totally impossible to me. But after doing some very tentative experimentation, I found I could make little things shift and that kind of surprised me a lot. And then over time, I just tried to do a little bit more and try to stretch it out a little bit, create more expectation, create more uh, exciting things happening and, and more exciting things started to happen. After a while, you begin to realize, yeah, we really do have that creative power. That's a creative power that I didn't think I had, but I do. That. Beautiful. I am transformed again. It's like every time, every time I, 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 I do this podcast with you, there's something that, that clicks in me sometime during the show. There's some kind of, of switch that gets thrown, and I, I can't tell you how or why this happens, but it doesn't really matter. So well, I, I think I can I tell you, you for this. Mm. Oh, well, you're very, very welcome. And I think I can tell you why it happens on this show. We make it a point to practice the things that we talk about in Thai and other places. We, we, we try to find ways to change our perspective in the midst of conversation. And in doing so, we end up spending a large, large chunk of the show focusing on, focusing our attention on stuff that feels better to us, which is the Mm -hmm. essence of these kinds of shifts. So of course, by the end of the show, we're going to feel better 
because we're focusing more and more attention on stuff that feels better. And it works. The more that I you do that, the more it works. <laughs> I just want to let you know, I felt great starting today. I was just like, oh, I can't get any better than this. I feel really good. And it's like, hey, it can. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's Thank the time message too, right? You, 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 was it Stacy and David and mm-hmm. Carrie? They all talk about how it just keeps getting better and better every year. Right. Every year that they're involved with the Taya program, life gets better. They get higher. The vibration goes to a higher rate every single year, and there doesn't seem to be any limit to it. What's this, Kevin saying? I'm going to add solar panels to my <laughs> image board. Washing hands. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Stretch it out there. Stretch <laughs> it out. Until you're going to stretch it out, nothing really is going to happen anyway, so you might as well try. And the worst thing that happens is it doesn't happen. So, God. Yep, that's, that's half the fun. You're just finding out what's going to happen. Well, exactly. And sometimes the things that we, we think we want, at the end of the day, really aren't. And, um, yes, it happens and, a lot. And we, we, it happens so much. And, you know, part of this is age, too. Just let's... Let's just, you know, I love Taya. Love me some Taya. Let's put that aside for a second and just say, as we get older, some of these things just start coming to us. I think, I think they're just easier to, at least for me. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just talking. I don't know, but there is just some, some thing about getting older and feeling okay with that and, and, and just being okay with being older and, uh, it's, I think it's great. It's kind and, of a, yeah, it's kind of a blessing. I, I would say that actually, what you're doing is demonstrating how to improve your life at any age by your example. Mm-hmm. I mean, that may not be what your intention is going into it, but it's very clear to anybody listening. You're basically turning on and, and onto its ear the old adage that you know your life declines as you get older. You're saying, "Hell no, my, your life expands. No, your life gets better as you get older." It's getting better and better. If I could be, if I if 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 I could go back in time and be at 30, who I am now, I could. I the 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 time added to my life to get to to even get more done, you know, it, in, incredible. But hey, you know, this is my journey. I'm happy. Um, I'll live my life out like everyone else does, you know, and we have, we all have ends and, and, uh, and then hopefully we all come back and, and, and do it again in a different way. How cool is that? <laughs> it's that, really? that's how, that's, that, that's how I can. Oh, and by the way, uh, we have a, a woman who is, um, just to remind you, we have a woman who is a, a, a death doula coming on, on December 29th. And, yes, and that's a Wednesday, and I hope to be a part of that because that's very important to me. So maybe yeah. we can find a way to squeeze squeeze me in there. Um, oh, absolutely. We'll be glad to have you be a part of that show. Got about it. Because, yeah. I mean, you know the field. I mean, who better to ask the questions than you? Yeah, she's in the, I discovered her on YouTube. And um, so <sighs> looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I just love, I, I love this conversation. I think it's been great. And I love the Thank way it morphed. Well. The way it needed to work. We started off talking about businesses and it just kind of morphed into where it needed to go. Really I, I completely agree. Let it, let it just flow. Just let it flow. You never know where it's going to go when you let it flow, but until you let it flow, you, it's not going to go. <laughs> Thanks, Walt. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, we do have a couple of things coming up. Uh, David Strickle is going to be joining us on uh, Thursday, December 9th, 
And then Andrew Kaplan, the author of the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need, is going to be on Friday, December 10th. So we're going to have back-to-back guests coming up in a little over 10 days. So something to look forward to. Yay! Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Kevin, for all your comments in the live stream. We loved incorporating what you were talking about into our conversation. And thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. Um, as a reminder, uh, we have a... Hi, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's saying Sorry. hello. <laughs> He's so <laughs> vocal in the chat that I, I just have to jump in. So <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. Um, what was I uh, leading up to? Oh, um, we have a couple of other things that are going to happen at special events, and I forgot to mention them, but I'll mention them here. Um, we have two people I, I, I mentioned to you earlier, um, Luca Senatore and... I'm not sure if his, his name is pronounced Senator or Senatore. And then this other woman, Diash, Deshauna, I think her name is, Deshauna Watson, both of them from the UK, both of the marketing experts. They're not going to be part of the regular series because um, of the, the time difference makes it tough for them to do what is a 4 p.m. show here in New York time. Um, puts it about 9 p.m. their time. So we're going to make special recordings of them. So that'll be next Monday and Tuesday. I'll be doing special recordings and including that into the stream of podcast episodes. But it's going to be something to look forward to because these guys have major experience in terms of not only starting a business and building a business, but helping other people build and expand their businesses through their, their various marketing skills and marketing efforts. So it's going to be a definite must see, must listen, I should say, must listen podcast yeah, in both of those you. cases. And we'll be doing some, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll spread them around a little bit on, on social media so that more people can hook into them there as well. Cause this is important stuff. Anytime that you're trying to figure out, you know, what steps can I take in order to increase the abundance of my life? Sometimes you need to have some guidance. Sometimes you need to have people who know better, who've been there, done that, gotten the T-shirt to help you get there, help you get through it, right? So I'm, I, I'm actually reaching out more and more to people outside of, of LOA circles to see who I can bring in to help us in a variety of ways. And this, this is among the first few that I'm, I'm reaching out to bring in in that way. So, yeah, stuff to look forward to. So we're going to look forward to have Bridget back next week. But, Janine, this is good this week. I mean, Thank look at so this way. You started off high and you got higher by the end. How, how bad is that, right? That's awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, our... <laughs> Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere, and we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.